Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode two, season two of the Haven podcast. I am so excited to bring you today's episode and to introduce our very special guest. But before we do, I'm going to go through some housekeeping. Uh, If you guys are watching this on YouTube, please make sure that you like, subscribe and hit the bell notification button to find out when a new episode is releasing. And if you are following us on or listening along on Spotify or any other podcast platform, make sure you go ahead and subscribe so you know when our new episodes are out. We have new episodes twice a month. Uh, This season we're going to do twice a month um, and we might sneak in a juicy additional episode here and there but if you can also go and give us a follow on instagram it's just the haven podcast that would be very very much appreciated the link to that is also in my bio and my instagram is at paris hendrickson so with that being said i hope that you're all having a beautiful week you're all having a beautiful adventurous day and really just embracing uh, the power of gratitude. We actually talked in this episode so much about the power of gratitude and how that has gotten our guest to where she is today, how the power of transcending old ancient Chinese medicine has also got her to where she is today. And we talk about the importance and impact and power of being a mother and what that what that truly means and why this guest thinks that it's her greatest role that she'll ever play. Today's guest is Summer Latino. She is a Chinese medicine doctor, a herbalist, a kung fu champion, a mother, a wife, and a world traveler. She is also so full of gratitude in this episode. Like I said, we discuss all things Chinese medicine, ancient, ancient recipes. We discuss products that can really transform and change your life from wellness drops to lotions. We discuss what it really means to be of service to other people and how being of service can really move your business or your life or whatever it is that you're doing to a completely different trajectory. And like I said before, we discuss the power of being a parent and and raising children and how so many experiences in life can lead you to a particular moment and how that one moment can be the pinnacle or it can be a magical moment or it can be a moment of gratitude. Needless to say, there is so much juiciness in this episode. We even get a beautiful appearance from her daughter, Sienna. We just get to explore the ancient adventures of Chinese medicine, which is really, really beautiful. So I'm going to introduce, well, I'm going to let her introduce herself. Please welcome to the Haven podcast, today's guest, Summer Latino. All right, guys, we are here with today's guest, the beautiful Summer. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much, Paris, for having me. Of course, of course. We're excited and I'm sure the listeners are excited to hear more about you. Um, Let's start off by finding out who you are and, and what you do. My name is Summer Latino. I am an authority in the Chinese medicine world. I've helped tens of thousands of people with Chinese herbs, Tai Chi, Qigong, meditation. And I'm really good at helping people find they're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, Chinese medicine is all about body, mind, and spirit. And it's if you, if you nourish the physical, you're 
mind is more clear and your spirit is more open. So it really is an all over medicine, which is incredible. I've been featured in Entrepreneur, Business Insider, Thrive Global. I've had, um, I love podcasts. I've just had, mm-hmm. I've, I've been able to connect, like really connect with so many people over podcasts and I'm happy to be here. I love that. I love that. So sort of take us back to the journey of Chinese medicine and kind of what started you on that trajectory because I'm sure there's a story there. <laughs> well, kind of a silly story behind when I started was I um, I lived in Atlanta and I went to college in Atlanta and my boyfriend at the time opened up restaurants. So I was sitting at the bar and I wasn't of age, but I was sitting there waiting yeah. for him. Um, I was 19 and there was a gentleman next to me that said, you're not from around here, are you? And I was like, no, I'm from Destin, Florida. It's this little beach town. And he went on to say, oh my gosh, there's the most amazing guy there. And he comes to Atlanta once a month to see patients. And um, the next week he was there. And it, it it was within the first visit that I knew my teacher was gonna be my teacher. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's like, it's such synchronous synchronicity. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yes. It was crazy, but I, you know, it didn't happen automatically. I was in a really bad car accident the very next month and I went to doctor's appointments four to six times a week and my, my entire spine was messed up. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I left to go to go see who that that man that I met for just one hour um, with $2 in my pocket and a credit card. And within two weeks, I was 80% better, which going to doctors for eight months for four to six times a week didn't help me do. So it changed my entire career path because I was going to be an occupational therapist. Okay. I knew I wanted to help people, but I'm not good with blood. So I knew I couldn't be like the doctor part. <laughs> I was smart enough, but it just wasn't my style. Yeah. Um, but Chinese medicine just, it um, it's what worked for me. And since then, I have I remember being at my teacher's clinic and it's almost like we saw miracles happen every day. Mm, I love that. I love that. Um, that's awesome. So sort of, so you've, you run your own business, you've had your own business for some time. Um, was that all a trajectory of this one event and this one experience? Well, after eight years of, uh, of, of doing specific Chinese medicine school and helping my teacher run the largest clinic in the country, I finished all my medical boards and all my schooling, and I was ready to start my Chinese medicine career. Mm-hmm. The very next month, my teacher sold his clinic. Oh, and it was almost like the rug was pulled underneath my legs. Like I didn't know what to do. And I stayed at the clinic for three months to help the patients through the transition because with my teacher's clinic, we had a a five month waiting list for new patients. We saw over 11,000 patients a year and, and, um, and people really trusted him. So when he left, it was hard. And all of a sudden, after crying for three months, (laughs) because that's what happened, I was like, what do I do now? You know, (laughs) Um, 
after crying for three months and trying to figure it out, I had this opportunity to open up my own business and I modeled it directly after my teachers and he helped me. And, um, she works was born in 2006 and it's going stronger than ever now. Hmm, I love that. So tell us, tell us about she works and what, and what you do there. Oh, she works is amazing. So my niche for over 20 years has been writing basically prescription herbal medicine. I have an herbal pharmacy of over 300 herbs and I, I do a simple Chinese medicine. There, there's about nine questions that paint a picture of a disharmony that's going on in the body. And you, it's a, it's a tea formula that I send out to people about a month's supply at a time. However, about four years ago, I was, I was trying to be the middleman and sell my favorite face cream. That is, it's my grandmaster's recipe. It's been passed down for over 2000 years. Wow. Um, I was trying to sell that to Birchbox mm. because my best friend styled the founder of Birchbox. Right. So I was like, oh, well, what if I can connect these two? Because it's the most, people used to beat down the door when we were out of the face cream. I mean, they couldn't take it. Oh and um, and long story short, that whole thing didn't work out and I created my own. So on top of what my niche was for over two decades, um, what I mainly focus on is my product company because I've taken all the, the major complaints and symptoms that people have told me about over, over all these years. And I've gotten a formula that I've seen consistently work and I've put it into drop form. So with the tea, I'll just tell you the tea doesn't taste good. You know, and the tea, the tea tastes your bad. Yeah, it tastes bad, but it works. I mean, it's medicine. It's not meant to taste good. It's meant to work. Right. Yeah. But the drops are crazy. And when I was, yes, they are. When I was going through my pregnancy, I was doing this video series and I stopped at seven months pregnant and I decided to ask people what their major complaints were. And pain and arthritis was the number one complaint that I got from people. And I'm talking about tens of thousands of people. I, for over a year, I asked people. And, um, and so that formula was the second worst formula T-wise I've ever drank in my life. Cause I drank herbs for 20 years. Yeah. So it was such a bad formula. It was hard to get people to drink. And people now, they tell me that the pain drops taste good. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> but, um, so I've done that. And the drops are so simple. They're effective. And it's they've opened it up to so many more people. Mm. I love that. I love that. It's um, yeah, the drops are amazing. I was very blessed to get them sent to me a few weeks ago. Um, and yeah, they're, they're great. They're really great. Um, I haven't tried the sleep drops yet, but the women's wellness drops are amazing. They're oh, good. Amazing. Yes. The sleep drops are great. Most people have a problem with sleeping. And the mm. thing about sleep remedies is a lot of them say that you can't take them for more than nine days or something like that. In Chinese medicine, sleep has a lot to do with the heart. And let's face it, we've all had a broken heart. We've all had things in life that have broken our hearts. 
And I like to think of the way that the sleep drops work is they work by giving your heart love and therefore you get really quality sleep. So you don't wake up feeling groggy. You wake up feeling refreshed. They're not a sedative. They just, and, and there's something that you can take every night without having to worry about what it's doing to you because every ingredient in there is good for you. Amazing. Well, I'm definitely going to try them tonight. <laughs> Just take a sip before bed, when you're ready for bed. Absolutely. It's two o'clock on the West Coast here right now uh, while we're recording this, but I'm definitely going to try them tonight. So that is amazing. Um, awesome. So I feel like we'll touch on the business aspect a little later as well, but um, what are you most grateful for in your life right now? Well, at the present moment, I'm most grateful for you and recording this podcast. I'm so happy to be connected to you. Um, in my life, I'm most grateful for my daughter. Um, being a mom is the best thing I'll ever do. And I feel like I'm going to do a lot of great things in my life. But it's she fills my heart, makes my heart smile every single day. And it is it is beyond the most incredible feeling I've ever experienced in my life of being grateful. Like if I'm ever having a hard time, being grateful is kind of how I get myself centered. You know, I'll think of three things I'm grateful for or something, you know, trying to get myself good. And it's so easy these days because all I have to do is think about her. I love that. I love that. That's so beautiful. (laughs) What a great answer. (laughs) I love that. Okay. Um, what is your morning routine like and how do you prepare for the day as a business owner, as a mom, as a CEO, as a wife? It's, it's hard juggling everything. Um, I, I am most proficient in the morning. So what I do is I wake up before the sun comes up. Um, Mm -hmm. I wake up before my husband and my daughter and my dog. And I, I, I usually go into another room and I find a place to, to meditate mm-hmm. and I meditate on things. I'm, if, if, if I'm having a hard time trying to figure out, like, like getting grounded, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll meditate on things I'm grateful for and then things I want to happen. Um, but a lot of times I'll go in there, I'll meditate on how I want my day to go, the things I need to work on for that day. And then I go outside and I do my Qigong and I do my Kung Fu and the only times that differs is if I have something important to write that I know that my brain is going to be so chaotic during the daytime that I won't have time for it. And it's in my mind first thing in the morning. That is something that kind of throws me off my normal track, but my normal track is meditation, gratefulness, go outside, Qigong, Kung Fu, make my kid breakfast, send her off to school. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. I love that. Um, and I love that you kind of throw in the, um, the elements of work for you. And I feel like that's one thing that, um, actually we talked about this on last week's episode is like being flexible with your morning routine and like feeling like you don't always have to do the same thing. Like you were just saying, like, if you have something important that you have to get done, that you feel like you're not going to get done later in the day, like getting it done then, because I feel like then, it's more like, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, like it's done. Yeah, um, exactly. So you kind of, you know, it's you feel more clearer than if you had to go into the day with, you know, with a million things that need to be done. 
Um, it's interesting that you talk about flexibility because um, kung fu has two meanings. It means mm-hmm. it means always learning, and it means young wood. And the reason why it means young wood is because if there's a really strong, great tree that falls over in the wind, it breaks and dies. But if there's a young wood, it sways with the elements. And no matter what happens, it's okay. It lasts. So being flexible is, it's, I think it's brilliant. That's a, I hadn't heard that one before. That's amazing. That's <laughs> so cool. I'm like, I want to use that. That's so cool. You <laughs> it. I love it. I love that. Awesome. Um, yeah. Is there any particular, I mean, you literally just talked about your Kung Fu and your Qigong and all of that. Um, any other rituals for the day that you that you practice or that you do, um, even if it's throughout the day or at any point? Um, the, I feel like I've learned so many treasures and I have so many treasures in my treasure box that depending on what's going on in the day, mm-hmm. I can kind of pull from that. Um, th- there has been times when I needed to almost ground myself and and bring myself back to my true nature. And there's a practice called the diamond practice where seven times a day you can set an alarm. And when that alarm goes off, it you say something that, that brings you back to you. Like, may there be peace under heaven or... There's some Chinese invocations. Invocations are another way, a word, way to say prayer. Mm-hmm. So Chinese prayers that um, my heart, may my heart be as pure as a white lotus flower. Because with the lotus flower, it grows out of mud. So it's this beautiful wow. flower that grows out of mud on this super firm stalk and it opens up pure. So mm-hmm. if my heart is as pure as a white lotus flower, my actions will be that way. Oh, I love that. I love that. Look at that wisdom. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> um, cool. What do you believe the key ingredient is to living a meaningful life? Happiness. Um, doing the right thing, even when it's hard, and especially when it's for yourself, because a lot of times we want to please others. But mm. It's um, it's 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 following that gut instinct of what's right for you. Mm-hmm. So I think I think happiness is the key. Amazing, love that. <laughs> it's it's so it's so spot on. Like it couldn't be more true. Um, it makes you beautiful. I think yeah. inside yeah. and out. It truly does. It truly does. How has taking your spiritual path changed your life? Whoa. Um, Heavy loaded question, I know. (laughs) That's a a loaded question. Um, I found Chinese medicine when I was 19 years old. So at that time, um, I, there was a period of time when I didn't have anybody that was for me. They all thought I was crazy that I joined this cult. I, I went from not being able to walk hardly after a car accident to, winning gold medals against men with a broken foot years later in Kung Fu tournaments. So the, the journey that I went on was intense and there was a lot of hardship along the way and a lot of, 
um, a lot of loneliness because there was a lot of times I didn't feel like I didn't have anybody. Um, so I think, I think it, it was one of the things that I, 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 I knew what I needed to do for myself, even though I couldn't explain, Yeah, I couldn't explain it to people because I felt like I had to show them no matter what I said, it didn't matter. So it was like, well, I'll show you not in an asshole kind of way, (laughs) you know, just in a, you know, I can't tell you, I need to show you. And within a few years of me doing the Chinese medicine and going through all that, Oprah brought on a acupuncturist and all of a sudden my parents' phones started ringing going, oh my gosh, there's acupuncture on Oprah. Will you tell Summer? You know, it was like all this stuff and, and people that weren't believers um, started asking me questions. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like that's always um, the way that sometimes those things happen. It's like they, it's not until they see it in, you know, the, the public or the media or the this or the that, that they kind of go, oh, wow. Yeah. That person's not crazy or that mm-hmm. person's like not in a, you know, a, a crazy land or, or whatever the case may be. Yes. <laughs> that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Hmm. I love that. Um, okay your favorite place to travel to or your favorite place to go it could be anywhere where you where it it helps you stay grounded or you feel the most grounded I grew up I grew up in a small beach town in Florida where we have white beaches and emerald green water and Mm -hmm. I I remember going to the beach at night when I was a teenager and was going through whatever teenage emotional stuff we went yeah. through and just going out there and having a cry. And I remember during the beginning of my Chinese medicine days, just going out to the beach and doing that. There's something about water that in the beach and, and just water that makes me feel peaceful in my heart. So mm-hmm. that's where I go. I love that. I love that. Beautiful beaches are like, I always say to people, I'm like, I couldn't live anywhere but by the beach. Yes. Like, I have to be by the beach. <laughs> I love the mountains. I my I helped build a 216-acre retreat center in the mountains in North Carolina. And I, I love the mountains. I've been up there for more than a month at a time. Mm-hmm. But I always, I always, my heart always yearns for the beach. It's always ready to go back to the beach and back to the water. So, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I don't know if it's the Aussie in me or if it's just like we're obsessed with the water, but I, I feel you on that one. I'm the same. Like I love going to, you know, nature reserves and mountains and all kinds of things. But then, it, you know, it also gets to a point where I'm like, okay, where's the beach now? Like, <laughs> where's the beach? Let's go to the beach. <laughs> Morning, uh, sunset, nighttime, daytime. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, how important do you think it is to give back and to share wisdom and have impact on the world? I feel like I feel like what we do is is our thumbprint in this world. And I believe in the ripple effect of you can ripple out negativity, you can ripple out kindness, and and that's what we leave. That's what we leave here. And I um, 
I love giving back. When I first started at my teacher's clinic, he taught me the importance of, of when people, when patients would come in the door, if you saw that they spent more time doing their makeup that day, or they have a new outfit on or anything like that, you notice it, you mention it to them. And it's incredible how it makes them feel. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, you look so beautiful today. Is that a new outfit? Or did you get your hair done? It, it makes them so happy. So I feel like even the slightest little thing, but I, I really believe in doing good and I believe in giving back to the point that 7% of all my sales of Chi Works goes towards my new nonprofit that I'm so excited about. It's called Peace of Heart Foundation and it's all about just helping make the world a better place. So it's, it's something that's been, it used to whisper in my ear and then it started yelling very loudly. Um, <laughs> you're doing it anyway. Start it. <laughs> yeah. So um, in 2020, it's something I did as I started it. Mm, I love that. So tell, tell us more about that. Tell us more about like, obviously you share a little bit about it, but what is the, like, what is the goal with that foundation? What are you, what are you aiming to do? Um, I am in Sarasota, Florida, which is almost like the Mecca for nonprofits that are run by people that most of the donations go towards um, the founders and the, and the administrators, I guess. Um, I want to give people a safe place so where they see where their money is actually being used. So my idea was we're starting small now, so we only have a couple of them. But my idea is to get, you know, 20 different goals at a time and have a certain goal for each one of those goals. And as soon as we do that, then we, you know, they're done. They're off and they're running. Now we do another one. And I started off with this girl named Angel who's a 19-year-old Jamaican girl who's just had a really rough life. And I, I walked up to her one day at my grocery store and I said, I've always wanted to talk to you. I know I sound like a crazy woman, but I feel like I can help you in some way. And um, since then, we've done such cool things. I'm teaching her how to drive. Um, she is days away from getting her GED. And her dream is to start her own Jamaican restaurant. And my husband has happens to be... Uh, his best friend happens to be the, the greatest restaurateur of Sarasota. So he's on board to help her with her like ultimate goal and dream. So, you know, it's um, it, there's a lot of little steps along the way. And then the other one is I, I am so incredibly passionate about animals. I love animals more than I even know what to do or say. And I, I love, um, well, the, what we're working on is pairing adult shelter animals with people. Mm. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Those are our first two goals, but we want to build it up. We're just getting started. I feel like there's so many amazing ways you can go. And honestly, that like when you that's how we connected, essentially, was through a clubhouse room that um, you then shared the story of Angel with me and what you were doing with the nonprofit and you know, obviously there's all these other amazing things that you do, but that was what initially kind of like drew me in. I was like, wow, this is incredible. Um, so kudos to you because it's amazing. Well, can I share with you something that I learned recently? Yeah, um, cool. On over, over like a couple weekends ago, I 
I was talking to someone that has helped run a lot of the shelters in the in our local area, and mm-hmm. something that there is a need for that is not being addressed is yeah. people that sometimes go through hardships and they just need like one or two or three months of help with their animals so they don't have to give their animal up. Right. Um, okay. So that's that's a new thought <laughs> that's like looming over yeah. me. You know, just like mm-hmm. helping helping them get through a few months if they need food, if they need vet services, if they need shelter for their animal or a place for their animal to stay for one to three months until they get off the streets or until w- their medical condition, whatever it is. So it's something, it's a new idea. That's interesting. Yeah, we can, I mean, I definitely would love us to talk more about that offline because I think that's definitely something that, um, you know, I personally have never thought about that uh, for, for that aspect. I think that it's great. Um, you know, I sit here as I look at my puppy who was a rescue. Um, she's she's crazy for anybody out there listening. She's nuts. But um, <laughs> the sweetest little angel too at the same time. And she was found on the streets uh, by Vanderpump dogs and mm. then she came into into our home. So it's definitely, you know, there's definitely so many different variations of, of what you can do and how you can help. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, I feel like the sky is not even the limit for, for what you're going to do with that foundation. I feel like there's going to be so many amazing, amazing things happening there. It, it kind of shows you that even changing one life changes, changes the world, helps make the world a better place. Because yeah. if one person's happier, it radiates and ripples out to all the other people that they meet in their life. Mm, I love that. I remember this quote that somebody said to me once, and I won't, I won't name names. It was a family member. And she said to me that do, she literally said, do you really think that one person can change the world? And I turned to her and I said, it's interesting you say that. But I said, look at all these people that, yes, of course, with help of other people, have changed the world look at you know yeah I you know I talk a lot about Prince Harry and what he has done in Africa and many different areas yes I know he has a monarch behind did have a monarch behind him but that doesn't mean that wasn't in his own will and you know the will that he had from instilled in him from his mother and and things like that so I think that absolutely one person or one story or one experience can change the world and it it can cause a ripple effect of like you said before a ripple effect of kindness or a ripple effect of happiness that makes other people want to do good you know I've always anything that I've ever done that's been a non-profit trip or an impact trip like there's usually always 15 to 20 other people there on the trip too who are wanting to do the same thing and you know create the same magic so just thought I would share that little uh that little quote. I that, love uh, that. I believe that. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's so powerful. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, what is your favorite song to listen to that inspires you? <laughs> okay, so it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it Justin Bieber? <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer, right? Or whatever <laughs> they say. <laughs> I do love Justin Bieber. Um, you know, there, there are so many great songs. I, I have such a like repertoire of, like, of different genres of music that I love. Um, but the song that really, like every time, like I start to hear it, like I kind of tune up and I, I kind of get excited is, is the, um, the Rocky theme song. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Yes. I'll hear that. And I'm like, okay, but it's only because I used to, I used to compete in Kung Fu martial arts tournaments across the country. And yeah. that song is a little over three minutes long. And so at the end of all of my training sessions, I would wear myself out by punching my punching bag for three minutes or kicking and then doing three minutes of jump rope and then punching my punching bag three minutes and then three minutes of jump rope. So it was an alternation. Like it, it went between that song and Gloria, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive because yeah. that's a little over three minutes too. So I was like, okay, next one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Until I couldn't even stand up anymore. <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. That is awesome. I feel like it's so funny because whenever I ask anyone that question, they're like, it's not just one song. There's like, you know, a hundred songs that inspire them. Um, but yeah, I think that's awesome. Is there a particular um, book TV show or film that has significantly impacted your life? Um, I would have to say um, Wonder Woman when I was a girl. I, I've been playing Wonder Woman because I saw her on TV since I was four years old. And I remember sitting on our little air conditioning box outside of our house thinking it was my invisible jet, you know, that I was on. Yeah. Um, and it's so crazy because my my daughter's friend came up to me the other day after school and she goes, Sienna tells me that you're Wonder Woman. And I just say, shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's so cute. I so, love that. I feel like I feel like that's just inspired me. Um, and before I used to get before I used to train to for my my tournaments, uh-huh. back in the day, we had Blockbuster that we used to rent from. And I used to rent Muhammad Ali's three greatest fights. And so there's his three greatest fights that are on there. And it was the only time that I would watch that and it would just pump me up so much for my fights. I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Yay. No, it's always, it's so crazy because I've never, I've asked so many people that question and no woman has ever said Wonder Woman. <laughs> really? Like, that is amazing. Because, no, I strongly agree with you, um, you know, on most parts and it's just, it's so inspiring. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Most people say like someone last season said Harry Potter, which is great. Yeah, um, they're all great, but um, yeah, it's just it's such an such an interesting question for the way it's always answered. I love it, and I love the new Wonder Woman. Like, I'm a huge fan of her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the new one is is pretty pretty good. Um, the second film of the new version is not amazing, but the first one is good. Yeah, I haven't seen the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so that's a little like fun, goofy segment that I always love to do. Um, we'll get back into the more serious zone now, uh, folks, but, um, how important is it to build a business with heart? Well, I think, I think it's super important because if you're going to be a successful business owner, you have to get through some hard times. And if you build a business with heart and something that you believe in with all of your heart, it's almost like you have a you, you have something that's driving you, that's helping you get through the hard times. Um, cause it's, it's just not easy. You have to, you have to do something 
I feel like you have to do something that you love. I see a lot of people that do something that makes them a lot of money, but it affords them the things that they do love. And I yeah. understand that balance. But if you're going to be a business owner, it your heart has got to be like pulled in that direction. Yeah, I, I feel you 100%. Um, what would you say to a young entrepreneur or even someone who's never been in the entrepreneur space before, uh, what would you say to them if they're looking to kind of jump into that? Like what would be your main piece of advice? A hard question that I had to answer was um, what makes me special from Mm -hmm. the other people? Um, Really look at that. You need to, I've made a lot of mistakes along my journey and you really need to focus on your target market. With Chinese medicine and with as much experience of that I've had with, with all different ages and genders and everything. Um, I really had to, to narrow it down to who I was looking for. And if you're looking at trying to brand yourself, which is a big, huge deal, um, there's some certain smart moves that you need to do. You need to do a branding board with Pinterest really narrow it down. You need to get a designer that can do logos. I have the most incredible designer with um, someone from 99 designs and they've done my logos for both my nonprofit, my business. They've done my style guide. They've done my labels. When I did my rebranding and I had, um, I I had the most incredible coach that I even know of for my branding coach. Um, she helped me with that. And so really branding yourself, putting yourself out there, there's going to be times that you're going to quit and that's okay. And if you feel like you need to quit, just quit and then feel what you're feeling, pick yourself up when you're ready and start back again. Hmm. Amazing. I love that answer. (laughs) Um, I feel like I should just say that on repeat because I feel like that's what I've said to every (laughs) every response because you have such great answers um the difference between a business that makes money and a business that makes an impact and money so you taught you touched on it before when you said um you know you know a lot of people that have a business that affords them the lifestyle that they want um but how would you say like how would you answer that question i remember my teacher telling me that it's okay to have a business where you, that helps people where you make a good living. Mm. So I have always been under the umbrella of thought that I can make an incredible living by providing service to people. Mm. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I think and with, with my nonprofit, that, that all, that all goes like all of that goes to it. It doesn't do administrative stuff. But with my business of Chi Works, I found, you know, there, I found a separation between the two, you know, yeah. because I've had Chi Works since 06. So there, during the recession, you know, there was times when I had to learn that you can't just give everything away. Yeah. If you do, you're not going to have a business anymore. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm someone that likes to give everything away. <laughs> so it, it was a good learning experience for me. So, you know, I've, and, and recently, actually, because of a conversation I had from someone um, off of Clubhouse, 
that has helped me separate my nonprofit from my profitable business. Hmm. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Cause I think so many people like they get into the mindset of, you know, and, and, and we do see it in our world, like money, 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 money. You have to make money, you have to make money, which we all know that like, that's not something that's new or fresh or anything that has, you know, randomly popped up in the last 10 years. But, um, I think that a lot of people do forget that element of either like it's on the flip side. It's there's two sides to it. I feel like, because I'm guilty of doing this too, of like what you said, like giving so much away that you, you're not filling up your own cup and there's so much for yourself that's missing because you're giving so much away or on the other side of it, of where you're like, I feel like so many people are just doing something to make money, but they're not doing something that, truly makes them happy or is truly like fulfilling them or the business so I think that that's um yeah so many different angles to that there's a lot but I do I mean at the bottom line I feel like you're allowed to make a good living serving other people it's okay Mm. yeah I love that (laughs) that. and there is that always that thing that people like if you're spiritual you can't make money that is not true no, it's not for people. <laughs> it no, is you not have something to give to people. You have something that yeah. will help people live a a happy, fulfilled life. Yeah, and money is energy. It literally is just energy. It's yeah. like everything else in our life. It's energy. Like this cup is energy. This conversation is energy. You know, yeah. everything is energy. So I think it's like it's always important to remember that too. That you know, currency exchange is just energy. Yes. Absolutely, 100%. Love that. So do you believe in the term leaving a legacy? I believe in the term leaving a legacy as in leaving your thumbprint in this world. Mm-hmm. It, but I don't, I don't believe it's something um, that you do to be worshipped or brought up to a pedestal. It's something that you do because that's who your true nature is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, (laughs) So, ten more minutes with Puppy. Okay. Fifteen more minutes. <laughs> bribes, good bribes, though. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Um, well, I feel like you're already doing this in the answer to this question, but what would you do for the rest of your life if money was no object? I would be doing what I'm doing now. I, I love what I do. I, I've been doing Chinese medicine for over 20 years and it's when you see the sparkle come back to people's eyes and Mm -hmm. even over the past year it's virtual you can hear it in their text you can hear it in their voice when you talk to them it's it's one of the most rewarding things i've ever known is helping people and so i feel like i have a responsibility that's been passed down through 
my lineage of Chinese medicine and I'm very thankful for it. So I would, I would be doing the same thing. I would probably be shopping more and, <laughs> and you know, I, I'm a world traveler. I love to travel. So I, um, I would probably take a little bit more trips, but <laughs> besides that, I, I'm, uh, I'm really happy. Amazing. Amazing. That's beautiful. I figured you were going to answer it that way. So. I know that's probably like the most cliche answer there is, but. Well, it's funny because when I put that question in, I was like, wait, everyone that I interview is doing exactly what they want to do and they would do <laughs> for money or not. So that, but you know, it's always nice to hear to, for people that don't know us or people that don't know you for them to hear that as well. Cause I think that gives a different perspective on you know, the way that you are, the way that we are. And I think that that's, that's powerful too. I feel like it's, it's really important to do something you love. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so important because when I work, it's not work. There's, there's parts to every single job that you don't love. I don't like paperwork. I don't like doing my taxes, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I do them. Um, but it's not my favorite part of my job. But it's part of it. But it's it's when you do something you love, it's almost like you get to play. Like I get to play in my herb room all day. I get to play by creating these incredible formulas that are transforming people's lives and giving them the self-empowerment that they have the power over the things that are going on in their body. And it's when you love what you do, it's not work. Couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. <laughs> Even there's a lot of work involved. <laughs> there is, there is. Um, okay, well, if you could sit down with anyone past on or alive, celebrity or non-celebrity, someone who inspires you, who would it be? Um, I have two answers. So my first one, my past is my grandparents, my mm-hmm. dad's parents. I... I was in my 20s when I lost them, and I don't think I gave them the the proper respect and really just to tell them how much I appreciate them and everything that they stood for in my life. Um, for the present, I, I have this dream of collaborating with Oprah and Meghan Markle. So in the present, it would be those two people that I would – that I would be with. Mm, I love that. I love that. I, I hear you on the Megan train. I love her. I, I love Megan. Like I'm such a Megan fan. I loved her in suits because I used, I first started watching suits when I was on vacation in Paris. And yeah. I just remember being like, I like that girl. I don't know why. Yep. Oh, here we go. She's now married to our prince. <laughs> and I'm so proud of her because she stands up for what's right. Yeah, and I appreciate that very much. She really does. Well, I love those answers. They're both beautiful answers. Um, that is it with the questions, but um, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners? Is there anything that you want to discuss, whether it be business, nonprofit? Is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like to share? Um, just that don't let anything stop you from doing what you feel like is right for yourself. Mm. Do it. There's a, a lot of times, like the, in Chinese medicine, they call it the yin and the yang. Like it'll try to weigh you down 
and things get really tough right before you succeed. So just keep going. You got this. Mm, I love that. I love that. And what is, how can everybody get in contact with you? Obviously, apart from our marketing and our podcast. (laughs) My website is chiworks.com, C-H-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. And my information is on there. Sorry, my kid is screaming in the other room. But chiworks.com, there's a really great wellness quiz on there. So if someone wants to know the best foods to eat for themselves, some really great at-home tips, or even my favorite options for them, Chinese medicine-wise. If they Mm -hmm. fill out this really simple wellness quiz that's at the bottom of my website, it's I think it's nine questions. It's super easy for me to give them a lot of at-home tips and information that they can do in in their own home. And most Mm -hmm. of them you get from your grocery store. Amazing, amazing. Perfect. Well, you heard it. And um, social media, what is your Instagram? Instagram, Dr. Summer Latino, DR, summer, like the season, Latino. (laughs) Perfect. Well, it's been such a pleasure. Um, Was there something else you wanted to say? (laughs) My kid's about to come in here screaming. (laughs) She's screaming. I don't know what happened. My my one-year-old dog probably like bitter or something. When oh I'm my around. gosh, that's wild. But not a vicious bite, like a playful one. Like right? a playful one, yep, yep, yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, she's 70 pounds, you know, the dog. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's she's big. Um, well, this has been such a pleasure. It's been so great um, chatting and getting this episode in. And I'm excited to see what you do in the future. And I know there's a lot of exciting things in the works um, and something that, for the listeners out there that we might be collaborating on soon. So you'll hear about that more in 2022. Um, but I am super excited about that. And yeah, just thank you for coming on and jamming and hanging out. Thank you so much for the opportunity and um, much love and happiness to you always. Thank you. Thanks, Emma. <laughs>